This is your host, Victoria, and in today's episode, we are continuing our series on how to get what you want, and we are moving on to step number two. If you have not yet listened to last week's episode, I will have that in the show notes below. I recommend that you go listen to that one first. Today, we are moving on with step two. As usual, I would love to know where in the world you are, what you're up to, what everything looks like around you right now as you listen to this episode. So please take a quick picture, send it over to me, or tag me over on Instagram so I can feel like I'm right there beside you as you listen to this episode. Enjoy. Welcome to the Victoria Sardane podcast, where you'll discover actionable tools, tips, and tricks, as well as inspiring conversations to support you to change your own reality. We all have immense personal power within us. We all have the ability to be the person we look up to the most and take charge of our lives and our future. Sometimes we just need a little insight, a little change of perspective, and a friendly nudge to take the step. Are you ready? Hi everybody, today we are continuing on with our series on how to get what you want, and we are moving on to episode number two. So last week's episode, we started with the first step to getting what you want, and that first step is knowing what you want. So a lot of the time, the reason why we don't actually get what we want is because we don't even know what what it is that we're going after, really. And so in last week's episode, I gave some really concrete tools on what can actually help us to do this reflection. What are certain things and certain mental states we need to put ourselves in in order to actually be able to have answers come up to this question. So when we're doing a reflection, maybe we're having a conversation with somebody, maybe we're journaling about it, whatever method we choose to actually really investigate this question, what do I really want? There are certain mental states and emotional states we need to put ourselves in, in order to make those answers come up. So that's what we discussed last week. I'll be in the show notes below if you haven't listened to it yet. In today's episode, we are going into step number two. And step number two to getting what you want is believing that you can. So a lot of the time, a lack of self-belief is actually the main reason why we can't get to the answer of what it is that we actually want. So we often block ourselves in the reflection process because it seems so far removed from perhaps our current reality or what we can imagine for ourselves that we don't even really want to allow ourselves to think about it. It can even so happen that we don't want to allow ourselves to think about it because then all of a sudden we open up the gates of possibility and we almost add an extra expectation for ourselves. So when we don't believe that we can do what it is that we really want, then we'll actually block that answer from coming to us in the first place. So something that can really help with that specifically, if you're still feeling incredibly blocked in that first step, which is actually knowing what you want then what can help is actually separating yourself, your identity, from your reflection. So really thinking about not what do you want, but what would the dream life look like for someone else? So someone that you perhaps look up to, somebody that you would admire, someone that you would envy, what would their life potentially look like? You can even ask yourself concretely, is there somebody that you really admire or envy or wish that you had their life? What does that actually look like? 
And that can really help reflections come to the surface because all of a sudden we are removing ourselves from it and we're no longer letting those thoughts of, oh yeah, but that's not possible for you because of X, Y, Z. And we're actually opening up those gates of possibility. You might find that after doing that reflection, you stumble across an image or some kind of dream that doesn't correlate with what would be possible for you. Maybe that person that you would admire or envy has a completely different life circumstance in a way that's actually not possible for you. So perhaps you're envisioning somebody who is, I don't know, maybe 30 years younger than you and that's simply not something that's possible. However, it can still open up your mind to ask, well, what might that look like for me? What if it were possible for me? What would my version of that actually look like? And so by removing yourself, you actually allow yourself to dream a little bit bigger and maybe actually get to the core and crux of that particular reflection. So once you do get to a kind of thought or some kind of dream or desire or just a certain element of something that you really want, it's very common that certain thoughts such as, you know, those things don't happen to people like me, or maybe I'm not smart enough for that, or I'm not entrepreneurial enough for that, or I'm not creative enough for that, or I don't live in the right place, or I don't have the right education, or I don't have the right past, or whatever it might be, we can easily find all the reasons why it wouldn't be possible for us. And there are certain reflections that I really want to share with you on this specific topic because I think that there are certain reflections that can really help us actually move away from that. The first one is remembering that a lot of the time our biggest strength is also our biggest weakness and vice versa. And so that's something that I share a lot with my clients that I've used a lot as a reflection for myself. Whatever it is that you think is the reason why you wouldn't be able to get something, ask yourself in what way might that biggest weakness actually be a strength for you. So you might say, well, that's not possible for me because I'm too young. Well, maybe being young, in what way might that actually be the biggest strength in this situation? Or you might say, well, I'm too inexperienced. Okay, well, in what way is inexperience in this situation actually a strength? Does it mean that you're coming with fresh ideas with a new outlook? You might say, well, I'm actually too old, right? On the other side, sense of the spectrum. Okay, in what way might age actually be a strength, a virtue in this certain circumstance? So really thinking about whatever it is that you're giving as a reason why it wouldn't be possible for you, in what way might that actually be a strength? And might that actually be the element that allows you to reach forward with it? Once again, and I've mentioned this in previous podcast episodes, but our brain will answer the questions we pose it. So if we're asking ourselves the question, in what way is this not possible for me? Or why is this impossible? Or why does this seem so out of my reach? Then you'll find a million reasons. But if you ask yourself the question, in what way is my inexperience the best thing I could possibly bring to the table? Guaranteed, that's a question you have never asked yourself. But the second you ask it, your brain will find answers. It will start seeking for answers. That's what it does. And so all of a sudden you find yourself looking at things in a very different way. I speak a lot about this in my podcast episode on imposter syndrome. So I have a full podcast episode on imposter syndrome. I recommend that you go listen to it. It's one of my most listened to podcast episodes and it's one that I share with 
a lot of my clients because a lot of them find themselves in positions where they think I'm not X, Y, Z enough for this, or they feel like an imposter in the situation they're in. They might feel like someone's going to find out that I have no idea what I'm doing. We often all have this feeling within us that we will all of a sudden be caught out or that everyone will discover that we have no idea what we're doing. And in reality, sometimes that comes from this hyper belief of control. We believe that we've been able to fool everybody. And sometimes it's actually about having the humility to realize everybody knows what I'm bringing to the table here. I'm not fooling anybody, but if I've still been hired for this role or engaged in this project or asked to complete this task, there's probably a reason for it as well. And I haven't controlled anybody else's mind here. Really, everything is here flat on the table. So those are just some reflections on these beliefs that we have, these limiting beliefs that tell us that what it is that we're dreaming of isn't possible for us. Another reflection that I find really comforting is that if you can dream it, then you can create it. So quantum physics actually tells us that if it's in your mind, it already exists somewhere within the quantum field. So the second you've imagined it, it's in your mind, it exists in the quantum field somewhere in order to pull it down to the present moment, it's just a matter of time and just a matter of action. It's there somewhere in this realm of possibility simply because you've imagined it in your mind. And so that's what we'll be talking about next week is actually how to bring that to the ground and how to move into action. But another reflection that I wanted to leave with you is a study that was done that showed how personality, so certain elements of personality, but also certain levels of IQ have a bigger impact on success than a person's social status at birth. So I'll repeat that again. Certain personality traits and or IQ have a bigger impact on success overall rather than somebody's social status at birth. So you might say, okay, but I don't have the personality traits or the IQ that will allow me to get to where it is that I want to go. But the reason why I'm sharing this is because it tells us that what we actually do often has a bigger impact than actually what we're given. And so yes, of course, personality traits are ingrained within us. They're part of our DNA and there are certain things we can't change, especially IQ is something that we cannot change. However, it does give us this feeling of agency because certain elements of our personality can change. And especially if you're the kind of person who's already reflected on this dream, who's already thought about it, who's actually even had the guts to even dream about it in the first place, then you're already five steps ahead of those who will never even allow themselves to have that dream. So even just bringing that dream to the surface in your mind is already a huge step and it shows a certain level of openness, a certain level of drive, a certain level of aspiration that will be the core elements that will be able to drive you forward and actually action it. So that I hope is something that's also incredibly comforting is realizing it doesn't matter how you were raised or where you grew up or in what way you were born. Obviously those things do have an impact, but actually what you embody and how you act out in the world will have a bigger impact. And I just wanted to leave you with one last little reflection on this point, and it's always remembering the sentence, why the hell not me? So there's always 
somebody in the world doing what it is that you want to do. There's somebody in the world somewhere who's living the kind of life that you are dreaming up in your mind at the moment. And why the hell not you? If somebody else is capable of bringing that to reality, then it means that you have the potential within given circumstances, obviously, but you have the potential to bring it to reality yourself. And we are our own biggest obstacle always. We are always our own biggest obstacle. Our mind creates limits on what it is that we actually can create, can achieve in this world. If you've never heard of the upper limit problem, there's a book called The Big Leap by Gary Hendricks and he talks about how we all have this upper limit, which is kind of this cap or ceiling that we put on a level of happiness or success that we think that we are capable of. And whenever we near that upper limit, we actually put things in our way in order to bring ourselves back down into what actually feels like a comfort zone. But sometimes that comfort zone is actually just a familiarity zone. So it's familiar, but we might be uncomfortable actually, or we might feel unsatisfied, or we might feel unhappy, or we might have the sense of longing, but it's familiar, so we stay there. And sometimes moving beyond it to bigger potential and bigger opportunity is actually a bit scary. And all of a sudden it tells us, well, I don't want to go there because I have something to lose. And so when it comes to really going beyond this upper limit, it's really about freeing up that space and opening it up and allowing ourselves to move forward and not being the thing that is in our own way. So this is exactly the kind of work that I do with my clients is really opening up those gates and allowing them to step out of their own way because that is always our biggest hurdle. So that is it for this week's quick episode, episode number two of this mini series. I'll be continuing on with episode number three next week, which will be all about moving into action. As usual, I would love to know your thoughts, your feedback, your reflections, what spoke to you specifically in this episode. So please don't hesitate to reach out. And as I said previously, this is exactly the kind of work that I do with my clients. So actually helping them step-by-step, step, holding their hand, accompanying them through this the entire reflection, really going through in what ways are they standing in their own way. Sometimes we're doing it subconsciously. We don't even realize it. And that's the point of having also a coach, somebody who's external, who can really notice things that you might not be able to notice in yourself. And from there, actually get out of your own way in order to make the space to move forward into new realms of possibility. I will be taking on only a handful of new clients over the next two months. So reach out if you're interested. We can have a chat. We can have a little discussion about where you're at, what you want to move towards, and if coaching would be the right journey for you. And all the details for that will be in the show notes below. In the meantime, guys, I will see you next week for a brand new episode.